Welcome to episode 36 of the Preaching Donkey podcast. It's so awesome to have you joining me today. We are going to talk about building out the content of your sermon. Once you've got it outlined, you know what your bottom line is, what your points are, how do you build out and flesh out the content of the sermon so that you have all the pieces in place and it's ready to go. So that's what we're gonna do in this episode So awesome to have you joining me today. If you're new to the Preaching Donkey Podcast, my name is Lane. I am your humble host, and this is our show, Preaching Donkey Podcast. If you're not subscribed and you're watching here on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, leave a comment, let us know what you think about the show today. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, any of those places, be sure to subscribe there so that you get this in your feed. And leave us a review if you are finding value in this content. It always helps for more people to find us. Also, I wanna mention that this is part of a 10-part series that we're doing called the 10-Step Sermon Prep Checklist. This is just 10 steps that you can do every time you write a sermon to make sure that you're in line with what you wanna be doing and that your sermon has all the pieces that it needs to have. If you want this checklist for yourself and a nice little downloadable PDF that I made, you can have it as my gift to you. Go to preachingdonkey.com slash checklist. You can find it there. You can download it for free and you'll be able to follow along with this content. So just to review, we started out at number one with determine your topic, title, and hook. Number two, we looked at digging into scripture. Number three, this was last week, we looked at outlining the sermon. And in that, we talked about what the bottom line is, how to develop your points from your bottom line, and then how to create tension and uh, interest, build tension and create interest. Today, we're gonna be looking at building out the content. So last week, I talked about how the outline is like a skeleton, right? So you have the framework of the body or the framework of the house that you're building, but you gotta fill in the insulation, the walls, the bricks. I'm kind of combining metaphors here, right? Between skeleton and framing of a house. But you get the idea, right? A, a, a bag of bones is, a skeleton is just a bag of bones until you put muscle on it, flesh and tissue and organs to make all these systems work. So when we build out the content, what we're doing <clears throat> is we are really drilling down on how do we communicate our our bottom line and then how are we going to teach, illustrate and apply each point. So let's dig into the first question within that vein, which is how will I communicate the truths of this passage? Now, going back to last week, you should already have a bottom line. So that question is already partially answered. You've already started building tension against that bottom line. If you want to know what I mean by that, go back to last week. But you want to ask the question as you're building out the content, how am I communicating the truths of this passage? And there's really three ways that you do that with your bottom line and with each point that you make. And that is the second question, which is how will I teach illustrate and apply each point. This is one of the best pieces of advice that you can get when it comes to building sermon content that's out there. I did not come up with this. I can't remember where I first heard it or I would give credit to that book, but every single point you make, you want to do three things with that point. You want to teach it, you want to illustrate it, and you want to apply it. So as you're building out your content and your outline, one easy way to go about this in terms of a checklist is ask yourself, okay, have I taught this point or have I taught this bottom line? And when I say teach, I mean that have I adequately shown 
where this is derived from scripture? Have I walked through the passage, had people wrestle with the tension in the passage, invited them to ask questions about the passage, given them enough opportunity before I reveal the point, right? Before I even say what the point is, am I giving them enough of an opportunity to kind of wrestle with what this passage has to say? Have I taught it? And then the second question is, now that I've taught it, how have I illustrated it? Illustrating is where you give people a visual, right? Whether it's a story that you tell, whether it's an example, a metaphor, an analogy, something that shows people how this concept looks in real life. If you think about what an illustrator does in a book, an illustrator draws pictures to go along with the pages of the book. That's what illustration is. So if you're thinking about in a sermon, when you illustrate or you give an illustration, what you're doing is you're saying, that was the concept, right? I've taught the concept. Now what I want to do is I want to illustrate it so that these people can see it. They can understand it. My favorite way to illustrate by far is through story. I think stories and examples, real life examples that touch on felt needs are a great place to go because a personal story shows both your humanity and your discipline, right? If you are the hero of the story, right? Shows your discipline. Wow, look at look at how amazing I was. I would keep those stories to a minimum, right? If you're the hero of your story too much, it becomes a little bit too much about you and how awesome you are, and it also makes you somewhat unrelatable. However, you don't want to always be the uh, the failure of the story, although that can be good. It can show your humanity, but if you're always falling short and messing up, then people aren't going to aspire to aren't going to want to aspire to be like you. And that can affect your ability to communicate as well. This gets very complicated because ultimately what you want to do is point people to Jesus so they can be like him. You are not Jesus, neither am I. You didn't get on a cross and die for anybody's sins, neither did I. That's what Jesus did. So we're here to point people to Jesus, which is why, uh, that's why I say, don't be the hero of your own story and don't make it about you in the other way where you're, you fail so much that it's just about your humanity and people go, well, you know, there's no way to really live this Christian life because, you know, this person can't. I think there's a happy medium. And this is where when Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ, he was admitting to something that don't always imitate me unless I'm imitating Christ, right? There's a lot of responsibility there that Paul was basically saying, I'm going to try to imitate Christ. And as you see me doing that, imitate me. And where I'm not doing that, then, you know, just look past me and look straight to Jesus. So I think stories are incredible. Stories can be funny. Stories can be about you. They can be about other people. We can talk more about stories at a different time. But for our purposes here, as you're building out your content, you want to ask, did I teach it? And then did I illustrate it? Did I show people how it works? And then the third question is, did I apply it? So teach, illustrate, apply. If you just teach it and you don't illustrate it, then people might understand the concept, but they don't know what it looks like. If you only teach it and only illustrate it, but don't apply it, they understand it and they can see it, but they don't know it's about them. You have to make it very clear that there is an application, there's an action, there's, there's something that all of us can do in response to the truths that we heard today in this sermon. 
And I think application is best when it's peppered throughout the entire message, not just a list of things at the end, but it's throughout the entire thing, people are able to understand, oh, this is the point, here's how I can apply it. This is the point and this is what it looks like when it's lived out. Those things are really good. So one of the checklists that I have is, if I'm gonna make a point, I always ask myself, did I teach it? Did I illustrate it? Did I apply it? And this helps to build out the content and it helps to keep me from getting too kind of scattered. It keeps me focused on the points, focused on the bottom line, taking everything back to the text, everything back to the bottom line, and I'm always teaching, always illustrating, always applying, so that as I'm doing that through the whole message, when I get to the end, I don't have to shove all of the illustrations and applications in at the end and just hope that people paid attention through the entire time that I was teaching. I'm doing all of it throughout the whole message, and that keeps it interesting, it keeps it dynamic, and it gives people an opportunity through the whole message to make sure that they understand it, they can see it, and they know how it's lived out. Next week, we'll be back with a part five of the checklist, which is talking about your preaching team. So if you don't have a preaching team or you don't have an effective preaching team, be sure to check out our episode next week. Until then, for this week, definitely grab the checklist at preachingdonkey.com checklist. Make sure that you're doing each of these things with your points, teaching, illustrating, applying. Let me know how it goes for you, and I will see you next week here at the Preaching Donkey Podcast. Oh,